You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hi, Kent. It's Mark again. In episode 24, you talk about traditional logins versus passwordless magic links. Thanks for giving us an insight into your use case for this form of authentication. But I can't help but feel that there's one glaring issue with relying solely on emails. A timely email delivery becomes a critical dependency to every single login. A, a provider outage would block all logins. And if you get throttled when sending emails, it can result in users not receiving the emails before the included magic link expires, for example. Uh, so if you rely on, on a service like Mailgun or SendGrid and they go down, then suddenly you you can't send your users a login link anymore. So they won't be able to get in. Uh, on the other hand, if, if something like Gmail goes down, then the users can't receive the email and they can't log into your service. And I mean, as unlikely as that sounds, after seeing Facebook disappear from the internet for a couple of hours last week, uh, I don't think anything will surprise me at this point. Um, what are your thoughts on this? And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hey there again, Mark. Yes, this is uh, absolutely a consideration when doing passwordless authentication. Uh, you are reliant on, uh, even if you implement sending emails yourself, you're still reliant on the user receiving those emails and uh, for them to be able to log in. Um, so there are a couple of things to, uh, to think about here. Um, for one, uh, in particular for my site, um, I, I haven't made this change yet, but I'm basic. I'm going to change it so that you uh, stay logged in for like an entire year, um, and that might sound like a lo long time. But let me ask you: When was the last time you had to log into Facebook or Twitter? <laughs> they they leave you logged in like forever, um, and that's you know because they don't want to put any barriers to you getting onto their platform, but also because it's not really. Uh, an enormous deal if somebody gets into, or if, uh, you know, uh, that I, I guess like it is a big deal if somebody gets in, but like it's, um, it's unlikely that you'll ever want to be signed out. Like with a bank where you're only signed in for the length of the session, uh, you know, and then when you close your browser or, or when there's a, you know, a short amount of time, then uh, you're signed out. Uh, so it's a very different, uh, different sort of use case there. And so it's pretty rare that people are going to sign into to my account. But in my last um, episode, I, I was talking about how I thought that, uh, and I, I think that passwordless authentication is better for the user. It's more, and it certainly is more secure. Um, and deliverability of email doesn't make any any less secure. So that's that's not one um, problem. But but yes, being easier for the user, um, that uh, yeah, this does raise a bit of a question. Um, and what I would say that, like, for one thing, it, it does take a little bit uh, longer to get that email, and maybe sometimes it could even take a few minutes to get the email, which is uh, definitely a frustrating experience, especially if you have to log in uh, pretty regularly. But I would say that um, if we, as a society, just accepted passwordless authentication um, as, like, a, a pretty normal thing, then problems like this would be worked on and iterated on and made better. Um, so like when we're talking about like whether things are inherently better or, or worse, um, 
uh, I think that um, like the the solution of passwordless authentication, I feel like is inherently better. And then it's just the the various problems around that um, that we can uh, work on improving and um, uh, and and reducing the impact of those problems. And so um, maybe if passwordless authentication were uh, a more real thing, then uh, deliverability would be um, a, a much more um, like thought about thing, I suppose. Um, I don't know. Like it, it is pretty uncommon for um, uh, for my. Uh, and in fact, I've never seen my emails take longer than ten seconds um, to arrive at their destination with Mailgun. Of course, I I do have a much smaller website. I, I now have around thirteen hundred uh, users, and I think most of them have only had to request a, a magic link once, maybe twice, uh, depending on how many devices they've added. Um, and so maybe I haven't hit the scale problems that that um, you might hit as you get larger. But uh, I also send forty three thousand um, uh, people an email uh, through ConvertKit. So I feel like, uh, yes, these services can go down, um, but uh, all, all services can go down at, at some point. And uh, so, yeah, I am adding another service that uh, I'm relying on, maybe another two services, the sending of the emails and receiving. Um, but I, I think that's an acceptable trade-off, at least for me. And I, I feel like that would be an acceptable trade-off for, for most people. Um, you know, and then of course, remember that, uh, if a user forgets their password, then we're right back to where we started, um, with requesting an email. Now we're reliant on, uh, on the email delivery service and stuff. Not that users request, um, you know, a, a password reset, uh, as often as they log in, but that is just another, um, you know, that's the equalizer, I guess. So anyway, uh, that's like sort of the, the things uh, that I'm thinking about. Um, again, like timely delivery hasn't been a big issue for me, especially since uh, people don't need to request a login link very often anyway. Um, and yeah, um, hopefully that's helpful. It was just kind of my perspective on that. Um, thank you very much for the question. Chat with you later. This has been the Call Kent Podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdods.com slash calls.